Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by my brother, Kelvin Cox. If you too want to sponsor the podcast, go on patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. That's patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There's free shows. There's plenty of content on there you can check out. Just go in there and check it out. It all starts at just a dollar. Peace. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I am your host, Delvin Cox, and this week on the podcast, I have a special guest with me. Let him know who you are, brother. Hey, guys. My name is Mr. Bad Bit, or, well, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, Joseph Moran, the host of Bad Bit Games on YouTube, the host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your RSS feed. You can find us there. Talk about all things PlayStation. All that was some happy to be here. Thank you very way. much. I appreciate it. That was some good selling, sir. Good job. Good job. Everybody tells me that I'm getting better at it. I I'm always trying to find because I've learned that it's all about the elevator pitch, and so I'm always trying to figure out a way of getting things down to thirty seconds or less. That's good. That <laughs> selling would have made the Nintendo guru himself proud. Oh, man, listen, I love that man so much, but you know what? He's getting too much fame. It's getting to his head. He's got all this Animal Crossing nonsense. That I'm he does have a big-ass head, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I met him in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love, him. I love you, Bobby. All right. <laughs> As always, we'd like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Joseph, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Right. Question number one. What is the best album you listened to in the past year? Past year. Doesn't have to be new. Shit. Doesn't have to be new. Okay. All right. Let me get, I'm breaking into Spotify right now because I found out about Spotify a few years back or actually a few months ago when I could get a student discount on it. So I'm actually going to say something pretty crazy right now. Uh, Past year could be old, could be new. Real talk. The Death Stranding Timefall official playlist whatever that is on Spotify, check it out because it has everything. It is seriously so, so freaking good. It's got some, it's got hip hop, it's got pop in it and it all feels so freaking good. It's my go-to playlist every time I'm in like a long car ride. That sounds pretty interesting. I'm about to check that out then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's got, and that's the thing, like I'm usually not about these soundtracks, but I think like ever since uh, Enter or Into the Spider-Verse, it's totally changed that the game for me. Now, now I'm like, okay, if like a movie's got good music to it, I'm gonna look it up on Spotify. I'm gonna check that soundtrack out and see if there's more to it. Yeah, I know? agree. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is a good one. The Black Panther soundtrack is really good. Fucking there's some dope, really yeah. good soundtracks out there. 
yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, to me, like I'm, I'm all like right now, like I don't know anybody new uh, anymore. I think <laughs> I think I've hit that point in my age where I'm just like, this song's great. Let's let's like explore here. But other than that, like stick to the bands that I know. I know? agree. I'm the same way. Right, Question number two. Give me your top five favorite video games. Top five favorite video games. Oh, shit. Okay, first and foremost, let's get the elephant out of the room right here. Let's talk about the game of the generation. All right, that game's Bloodborne. That's, that is mm, Chef's Kiss. Anybody that knows me knows the brand of Bad Bit. They also know Bloodborne comes very close afterwards. I love Bloodborne. It's a tour de force. Um, it's one of those games where you play it and then you don't know that you're into a genre. You play that game and it opens your horizons. That's Bloodborne. Second, I'm going to say uh, God of War, the, the recent remake. I'm just like so many other people where I, I got into God of War just recently because of the remake, or, or sorry, reboot. And um, I, I never liked Kratos. I thought he was an unlikable douchebag. And now this one, made me cry like three times because there's a story about a dad and his son and his toxic masculinity in there. And man, there's a lot of moments where like, you know, Kratos is a fish out of water. My dad is, uh, is he's from Spain. So like the cultural disconnect between me and him are just so, so vast while at the same time we're connected because of the, the one woman we both love. I love my mother. He, of course, loves my mom. And, and that's why we're together and we find our bond through our family. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that has to be one or two. Uh, we get to The Last of Us. That's probably three. Uh, Last of Us is just amazing. Just, man, so good. That, that was a video game I played and I was just like, holy shit, video games are awesome in some of the most uh, sad ways. Like we're looking through video games through something totally different. Like we observed video games politically with Bioshock. We observed it being a badass with Master Chief. And now we can explore the soul of a person that's hurt or people that are hurt and how they kind of bond together through that hopelessness. Um, so that's B3. Let's see. Let's see. Number four, let's get happy. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, by God. Uh, I love Westerns. So that game just hooks me. It's Western to its core. I wasn't a fan of the second one, sadly. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption 1, fantastic. And an amazing online uh, experience. And then, you know what? We're going to give a shout out to a PC game. What's up, Warcraft? Whether that's Warcraft 3, whether that's... Oh, also... I hear a little feedback by your, by your mic, by the way. Yeah, I think my phone is going off crazy. I don't know why. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, Warcraft 3, just the whole, all World of Warcraft. All of it. It's amazing. It is where I found out that video games could have these beautiful, vast universes that you can get deep into. Uh, like, I used to be an encyclopedia for World of Warcraft. I, I was there for the OG uh, vanilla version. I was there until Mists of Pandaria. Uh, and yeah, that those are years of my life. I won't get back <laughs> years of them. Hey, yeah, that's my top five. I will say this. <laughs> that has yeah. been the best explanation for a top five. I think I've ever heard. Thank you. Thank you. All off the cuff, man. <laughs> it's all that's, right here. That's the impressive part. Cause you just explained all that <laughs> off the cuff. 
You know your yeah. games. That's good. Well, in, in that, but like everybody's like, I'm gonna throw Mario in there. I'm gonna throw Legend of Zelda. Those are the easy ones. I can do that too. Mario, he pop, he hops on people's heads, makes them explode. You know, he's he. I think Mario is the villain. That's all. I'm gonna yeah, say. I agree. Those <laughs> mushrooms wasn't doing anything to him. Right, they're just fucking walking. They're breezing. They're like, hey, look at me. I'm in my little mushroom world. This fucking plumber comes along. He's like, I'm going to stomp in your head, make you explode. And then someone, yesterday I was talking to him. You know the bricks in the original game? You hop on them, you break them? Apparently, those are the citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom that have been turned to stone. So now Mario knows that people are stoned now. Just fucking breaks them. What a a dick. (laughs) <laughs> exactly man you can't trust them Definitely. who can i not me Definitely. yeah question number three this okay. is gonna be a fun one what is the dumbest thing you've done as a kid dumbest things i've ever done as a kid Ooh, okay real talk um i'm gonna say a word that is not good all right but brace for it it's gonna have a good outcome at the end i hope so i used to throw around retarded a lot okay Right, everybody used to. Right, oh, that's so retarded. You're stupid. You're retarded. Very true. And and I was in high school, maybe middle school around there. And um, and my friends and I it was like Halloween night. We're all fighting and shit out outside. And then like my friend does something stupid. I forget what happened, but every we cause a commotion, and I say to the crowd, "Oh, I'm sorry, my friends is being retarded." And then one person in the crowd goes like me and it was a person oh my that had god down syndromes uh down syndrome and it was just and i was just like well i'm an asshole <laughs> so that's a stupid thing i've done that's one i'm not telling you dumb things i've done i'm telling you life regret that's a bad one um yeah 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 see the, the other dumb thing that i did as a kid let's see let's think about it let's think about it i said hurtful things um Man, just me on Xbox Live is just in general. <laughs> Man, like again, like uh, like again, I used to say like, oh, you're gay, you're being fag, that yeah. stuff. That's not good words. That's not good etiquette. Don't use them. They're hurtful. Um, and it uh, it was until recently, not recently, like last year, but like past. Jesus, not recently. It's like half a decade ago or some shit. When I hit like nineteen twenty. Um, a lot of my friends started coming out to me. And when I mean a lot, like, I mean, like, practically all of them. Uh, I, I, so many of my friends are, are like, bisexual. Uh, some of my friends are transgender. Um, you know, I, I, they're all the, the spectrum of the fucking rainbow. And I was just like, oh, shit. Um, so what I was saying was kind of hurting you. And this could have been a lot easier process of you coming out to me if I just didn't say those words. And they were like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to say those words. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, um, you know, words matter. And when people are like, oh, the fucking PC culture is fucking destroying America. It's like, no, it's just like, don't be a dickhead. Like, let me elaborate. <laughs> Where, like, I, I say this all the time when, when I'm talking to someone who's, who's, um, who's, who's trans or non-binary. Is, I always say, I'm not perfect. I'm going to get your, your pronouns wrong. Just correct me. That's it. That's all I got to do. There is literal, I've never had this when I've misgendered someone um, and they yell at me and tell me how awful of a person I am. Usually 
I know what my my close uh, one of my close friends, Ash. Um, she, uh, he was. See, I was about to do it again. We're not. We're we're, we're not perfect. Um, he he was disowned because he he was trans, and um, and I know that 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 sucks. And as like the the way that I can see it is as well is like me being a fat person. I I don't see a fat person when I look at myself in the mirror. Right. I see. I see this as normal. And so, you know, I understand with body dysmorphia, what that can do to people, but, you know, talking to my friend, Ash, you screw up and, you know, they're just like, well, I didn't ever want to correct people because of how they lash out on me. And we always look, take a look uh, uh, when we approach life as the world is revolving around us when it's not. And, And most of the time, nobody's hitting you with so much visceral, nasty shit, right? It's all, it's all fake nonsense. So. Um, I say the vernacular of which I was using was poor and I could have done a lot better, but in terms of like dickhead things I did as a kid, I think the worst thing ever was my friend used to make custom bikes. Like think about uh pimp my ride, but with bicycles That's cool. and we used to think that was cool and uh, everybody would judge us and I didn't get laid in high school. So there you go. Yeah. So again, just, yeah, words I've used made people feel bad, made me feel bad. Ergo, I live with a lot of guilt. <laughs> I like your answers because they show growth. Yeah, that, that's one thing. I, I'm not a humble man, <laughs> so I'll agree. <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of people, like they're, they're kind of stuck in their ways. Um, and there is a, like you know there's no hiding that i'm a i'm a very not so much liberal but progressive uh person and i can tell you right now some of my best friends are conservatives they're fucking amazing people and very charitable people have given me chances that a lot of my liberal friends wouldn't give me um and so you know it's it's the fact that a we all make mistakes we're all not perfect it's fine it's admit it's cool to admit that hey we were maybe sometimes an asshole in our life and at the same exact time understand that the only way we're bringing people in is if we allow them in, right like if if the only way we understand each other is if we allow each other in and 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 stop talking about like like if you're a conservative and a, and a, and a, or a liberal and you guys are fighting with each other have that conversation so you understand each other not like well this is why you're an idiot you know what i mean so like to me it's like i wouldn't do that it's 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 fine. <laughs> it's cool. I'm, I'm very much not the, the person that is like, I'm not, not on the fence. If you know me, I'm open. I tell you what I feel, but I'm not going to condemn someone because um, they don't think the way I do. Good answer. Good answer. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, it's realistic. That's what I am. I think I don't have anything. Question yeah. number four. Okay. Oh, shit. We're only on four. I'm, yeah. No, you're doing great. You're Go doing great. Okay. Question number four. Okay. If you could bitch slap any video game character, who would it be? Okay, hold up. Let me, let me clarify this too also. Well, I'm going to add okay. to it. You can bitch slap a video game character, and you can hug a video game character. Oh, oh okay. So we'll give oh, you right. a little sweet and a sour. Either you can hug one of them, another one you can straight bitch slap. Bitch slap. Okay. Um... Who am I bitch slapping? Ah, oh, man. I know there's one character in, um, 
Oh my god, I'm 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 forgetting the name here. Uh, what was the PS4 game that came out last year and it was just okay? Oh, uh, you talk about um uh, Days Gone. Days Gone, the uh Rizzo, I think it was Rizzo. Fuck Rizzo, I'll slap <laughs> the shit out of Rizzo. Uh, yeah, he was a fucking bitch of a human being. Um, let's see, let's see if I could hug any video game character. Um, I'm thinking of hugs as a thank you more than like I like you type of deal. That is right? fine. Uh, so I'm not doing like a pervy answer of like I'm gonna hug Aloy from Horizon. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hug the Master Chief. That motherfucker, I got a lot of thank for because of him. I, I'm I I I Halo is one of those games that I consider myself uh, the thing that opened me up to video games. I was always a gamer as a kid, but like the Master Chief was uh, a character that I saw myself as because I'm a Hispanic kid. I know I'm passable for white. I get it. But when the summertime comes, I start getting glares from old white people. <laughs> so uh, the Master Chief, uh, I was the Master Chief, right? You put the, he has a helmet on. That's me inside that helmet. So yeah, Master Chief, thank you for being a role model. <laughs> I guess. You know, I get that because there was the cool dad type element to Master Chief. Yeah. I don't know why he ha- he kind of has it, but he kind of does get that kind of cool dad type element to, to his character and stuff like that. Well, he feels like the cool dad. Yeah. Well, they, like, not just that, but like, I want to strive to be the Master Chief. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, he, do- he does badass shit. He's selfless. And I, and I hope that, I mean, I, I know it's not true, but like, I hope that in, in the heart of everybody is someone or something selfless that you give something up for, you yeah. know? So, Master Chief, there you go. Question number five. This is going to be a fun one based on the conditions we're living in now. Zombie apocalypse happens walking dead style. Well, fuck me. <laughs> you can only take five things with you to survive. Family and pet does, doesn't count. What are the five okay. things you're taking with you to survive in the zombie apocalypse? Anything you want, by the way. Okay. Anything I want, five things. Um... I'm not gonna be cheap like a gun that doesn't need to reload. Uh, fucking, let's see, let's see. First off, we're living it right now, right? Yes. So we need a gun. I think that's just imperative. It's America. I can lift one out of my bed and it's like right there, right? Um, so I need, I need a gun. Uh, I know how to shoot one, so that's good. So I don't need training. Okay. Let's see. So I got a gun. Is it gonna be what? What type of gun? As Bill Burr taught me, you don't want a shotgun because it's a lot of spread. So I'm going to go handgun. I think handgun's what you're going to need. Probably it's versatile as well, so you carry it in a door, right? So I'm thinking Colt 45 or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, let's see. And the next thing that I'm bringing, zombie apocalypse has happened. Um, I'm bringing those. So the military has these, these packs. That like hydration pack hey, type of thing, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like give me a crate of that shit because I'm hunkering down okay. in something. And then I'm gonna be one step ahead of the curve here. Um, I need a bunker, so we're getting a bunker. Okay. All right, sealed. It's secret. No one fucking knows about it. So I got crates of MREs there. Uh, I got my family there, and kind of like what we're doing now. Just give me a switch. Just give me a video game console. But I'm saying Switch because 
internet's not going to be working so i need something that's going to be playing offline and kind of just wait this whole thing out okay wait it out and also like i get to work out a little bit and get myself ready for the apocalypse because i don't know what type of zombies are facing okay you got four things so far oh shit we got four i reckon I, okay. I have a recommendation for the last one since you said okay, a switch if you're staying yeah. in a bunker you're probably gonna need a generator Fuck me, yeah, generator. I was even thinking about I, that. Solar as well, so like we can we can. So live. you can charge your switch and stuff like that. That would be important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that would be fucking <laughs> important. But again, I don't want a Cloverfield situation. That's another fear. Um, where like I'm not taking anybody, especially uh, what's his face? His face uh, Goodman. John Goodman. He's gonna try to. Fuck. Yeah, I'm not bringing John Goodman in the goddamn bunker. He's fucking outside with the rest of them. Uh. But yeah, just my family, my dog, me, I'm fine. There you go. Good answers. Those are good answers. Thank you. Thank you. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself who don't know you. For those who don't know you, I said. Okay. So uh, I am, my name's Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit on Twitter. Uh, I host a uh, YouTube channel called Badbit Games where I talk about all things game news, reviews, unboxings. And I host uh, The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, talk about the greatest in all things PlayStation. And that's on my YouTube channel, uh, Bad Big Games. That's on iTunes. That's on Spotify. And I do that every week, man. So, that's, that's my bread and So mother. we should be feuding because I am a, oh, yeah, I'm a co-host on the PlayStation Experience. So <sighs> that's, that's like a horrible news. <laughs> yeah, I I gotta fight you, and I feel like you're you're easily gonna beat the shit out of me. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't even want to fight. I know the outcome, so you win. <laughs> so, so what is like hosting a PlayStation podcast for you, at least? Um, so for me, it's funny because the uh, the podcast was a side thing from YouTube, and now the podcast is my main thing, and YouTube's the side thing that I don't really focus on or should be focusing more on but uh i i love this little podcast that i've made it's i i take a lot of joy out of it so pretty much the premise before i talk about the history of the show is that uh it's me and my friend kyle we're talking each and every week we're breaking down the news of the week we're talking about what we're playing and in between all of that though i am the host i also try my best to derail the show and Kyle tries to bring me back. <laughs> that is very good. So there's a little bullshit in between where, like, um, we have something called The Drop, where each and every week PlayStation drops the latest and greatest of all things PlayStation out of the PlayStation storefront. And it's just a list of The Drop that PlayStation has on their blog, talking about all the good, you know, all the, the, the games dropping. And I just do a movie voice. And people love the movie voice. If I divert from the movie voice, people will get upset. <laughs> the world may end. So, like, I have to do it or else people get upset. Uh, people, I when when we were covering Red Dead Redemption, I do Red Dead Redemption. I do my Western voice. I talk like this. I talk and I describe sandwiches. And people uh, <laughs> like it when I talk about delicatessens. Uh, like, like, shit like that. And my friend Kyle will try to reel me the fuck back in and we have somehow amassed the following out of all that <laughs> that's awesome because um yeah. me doing a place of experience ah. podcast it's been interesting because when i got on i told the guys who i'm on with with haley's girl haley and um 
Devin, that I didn't want to do what Podcast Beyond and P.S. I Love You and all those other podcasts are doing because they're doing that. So I kind of try to add a different flavor, much like you. Yeah. Kind of derail yeah. the show a little bit and make sure it's a fun <laughs> podcast in terms of. Because I always found podcasts would be like, here's the PlayStation news for the week. Here we yeah. go. No, I don't like that. I'm like, we're gamers. We like to have fun. This is our whole lifestyle and stuff. We don't want to <laughs> hear that bullshit NPR stuff. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, so like I created the trophy room because of uh, because PlayStation I Love You, which was my favorite podcast out there. Uh, they, you know, they got into some shit. It broke apart. And then I got pissed when they weren't going to do it anymore. I was like, well, fuck it. I like Thanos gauntlet uh the 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 whole thing i was just like well if they're not gonna do it someone needs to so i'm gonna step up to the plate i'm gonna make this show and i gotta ask you what i gotta ask you now because it's a point of contention what do you think of the new version different i love blessing blessing is super smart um i've had him on the show he is he is thoughtful with everything that he does and as a producer uh I love him saying, listen, we're going to tackle this thing. And I get people are not going to like it. I know people are not going to like me, uh, but fuck it. Let's do it. Let's take it on. And I think that's cool. And I think the their, their difference of how, you know, again, show's still uh, figuring itself out, but how they reference the news and not so much here's the news and, and everything at it is is interesting. So it's different right now. It'll find its footing. But of course, it's not going to be the original, you know. But it's all right. It's it's not my favorite show on the internet. That's for sure. I think you hit it right on the head. I think, and, and truth be told, I don't blame this on Blessing whatsoever. I think he's yeah. doing a pretty good job. I feel like he's kind of coming in a situation where he's replacing, not no, give this guy too much credit. He's replacing a legend, like yeah. like you know, yeah. Colin and Greg were known as a legendary duo. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, for me, uh, you know, for the listeners who don't know, you know, PlayStation uh, or PS I Love You was a PlayStation podcast birthed from uh, another PlayStation podcast called Beyond that's still on the air, different host. Um, and they they were kind of like the unofficial voice for PlayStation. And that's where so many people found, like, this sense of community. And so when Colin and, and Greg drifted apart for... Uh, not just creative differences, but controversy as well. There, I felt like there was a void and a vacuum of like, well, let's let's have a conversation about games. And this is how I've I've um, somehow I manage the PlayStation podcast. There's an office reference. Is I'm I'm not a PlayStation fanboy. I I would be lying to you if I said I'm a lifelong PlayStation fan. Not I know a lot about it, but I was a Nintendo kid. We had a PlayStation one, but I was my grandma's just to get us to her house. You know, I was an Xbox kid till the to the end of the 360. Like, I am a multi console gamer, and I'm trying to find other shit in my room to kind of like like show show off my elite controller. It's across the room, whatever. You get the gist. So my whole thing is like, well, I remember my my one teacher. She was um, a certified genius. She could have been a beat reporter, and she would have covered the Yankees, and that was her favorite team and she's just like you know i love the yankees but i also love baseball in a whole i want baseball to be the best it could be and so that's our approach to the trophy room is um we i love playstation it's a great you know whatever but that's my beat 
I'm covering it because I'm knowledgeable on it. So um, to me, I'm all about structure. Like I used to not be, I used to, my podcast used to be just like free ball it whimsical, but I, I wanted to have a skeleton of something that I know. So when I made the show, it was very much the skeleton of PS. I love you. And then how do I make this my own thing? Because like, to me, I look at, I look at a, a podcast like beyond I take a, a look at like, you know, podcasts like PS, I love you or game scoop or, you know, even like, like, uh, like the Rogan experience, right? Like all these podcasts, they're not the first to do it. They're all, they're all imitating all late night personalities. Guess who they're imitating? They're all imitating Letterman. They love Letterman. That's their shows are spiritual successors to the Letterman show. Right. So like for me, this is a spiritual successor of, another podcast that I admired and I'm going to take the bits that I admired and I'm going to throw my own spin to it. Um, so like for me, it's not so much like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to take everything about beyond and we're just going to use it. No, no. And you find out very quick. That can't be, but for me, it's like, okay, so like then we need to take a structured approach and think about like the shit that you like out of a podcast. So like, or, or actually for me, the shit I don't like from podcasts, I like to get straight to the point. Like I love the bullshit between the banter and everything. But like, if, if I'm, if they're talking about one game for 15 minutes of what you've been playing, I'm like, I can't do this. I really can't. Oh God, I'm bored. I have ADHD. I'm already out of it. So like for me, the, like the start of the show, literally three, four minutes of like, Kyle and I bantering, then we always have like this thing planned out where like eight minutes is us talking about the games we've been playing. And that whole first 10 minutes is just us warming up to the conversation, getting our brain juices flowing, get the neurons firing. And then we talk about the news. And then what I do, I, I have this, uh, this Google doc and on the doc, I have questions that I may answer, uh, give to Kyle. If it's a good week, I'll have, two or three if it's a bad week i'll only have like one question so at least he knows where i'm going um because you have to have a plan because if it's if it's to me if it's spontaneous again I, and i'm not saying if you're a podcast you have to do this it's me and it's how my brain thinks if it's spontaneous i'm not gonna get a good answer um and that's not because kyle's bad but it's because kyle doesn't know what i'm gonna ask him and everything has to be a narrative right like if you're telling a story you don't want someone to freeball it Unless you're watching improv, you don't want anything to be off the cuff. And even improv has structure to it, right? Always say yes. Um, always give in to your, 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 uh, your partner, right? Like it's about teamwork. Um, so like that's what we do. And so we have like three to five stories every week. And then at the end, we get Lucy, we get Goosey, we get crazy, we get stupid. We, you know, our, our one uh, segment is Andrew House's Snail Mail which Andrew House used to be the president of Sony Interactive Entertainment. He hasn't been the president in years. That is very true. <laughs> but each and every week I fly to his house, I break into his house, I steal his shit. <laughs> and sometimes I also leave with his mail. And people love that. Like they, they <laughs> and I can't get away from it as much as I try. I'm like, PR people will not have this, but whatever. So like for me, it's like, the most important thing about a podcast is the direction and the packaging that you're putting it in. Right. Because like it's anybody could get on this mic dude and just say words, 
but what's going to leave an impact that is something that I'm constantly thinking about. And I'm not even saying like, uh, like I'm a pro at it. Very, I'm an adept. Like I am very beginner, you know, like it's, if I was a pro man, I'd be in a mansion drinking a margarita next to, I don't know. Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> That's the name you came up with? Jennifer Love Hewitt? She hasn't been. She hasn't been. I just. It's funny because. I just. I haven't seen her around. I want to make sure she's when you right. said Jen, When you were saying that, Jennifer Lopez popped in my head. <laughs> I, for a second there, Lopez. But I was just like, no, 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 no. That'd be too stereotypical on my part. But um, also, she's not. Let's be, even, even dream Joe scenario. <laughs> that woman's not knocking on my goddamn door. No way on God's good perfect <laughs> You know, damn. But yeah, like that's that's my that's my method to my madness is it has to be structured. And I don't know if you're like this, but also it has to be my way. <laughs> like it is, I am like a, a control freak. Um, like when when Kyle has an idea, I'm not shooting him down, but I'm challenging that idea, and then we're refining it, and then we're using it. So like the the drop was his idea. Andrew House's snail mail was, I believe, our idea. Um, and when when it's not like being combative, like you can't put your thing in my in my show. It's more like, okay, I like where you're going. Let's compromise because usually compromise is going to be where when you have to critically think about the thing that you like and why you want it in, then you have to have a good reason to why it needs to be there. Uh and a good in a good uh, argument. So like that's what we do. And I think for the past two years now we've been doing it we've found a lot of success in in a partnership that we have um it's not easy all the time i get it i'm a diva he's got like 18 other things he does it's aggravating sometimes but we 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 try our best to persevere you know how did you and kyle actually meet funny story about this so um we're big kind of funny uh fans him way more than me and one of my friends, uh, Kelsey, she, a uh, real life friend, I didn't know she was into like kind of funny podcast group. You can look them up. They're famous. You know, whatever. Look up the trophy room before you look up that. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, so she's like, you want to come with me to this thing? Like, um, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be hanging out with a whole bunch of people. I think it'd be good for you. I'm like, okay, cool. Fine. Uh, and we met Kyle there and Kyle had just, Kyle is a ball of energy, a positive energy. Uh, he is just a good person to be around. You feel better when you're with Kyle. Um, and he loves PlayStation. And so when I was running the show, originally it was uh, it was my, my friend, Ren, who is now married. She has a baby. Congratulations, Ren. Congratulations. And she had to leave because of her job. And I, I was like, I need a co-host. And I had a show with Kyle and clicked. And I had another show with him in December while I was trying to find a co-host, trying to shop around a few ideas in my head. And then I was just like, well, Kyle makes sense because Kyle loves PlayStation. Kyle has heart. If I have funny and knowledge, I think those two are going to, those four things are going to marry each other really well. And they're going to complement each other really well. And it's going to make a good show. So um, that's how I met Kyle. It was literally a kind of funny meetup uh, and, we, we struck it off there, had him on my show. Uh, and then, yeah, our, our friendship has grown over literally years of us just every hour to just getting together, talking, workshopping, and getting to know each other that way. 
Um, so like now when I go, oh yeah, my best friend Kyle, I fucking mean it. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it's um he is he is the the one thing that I I hate about Kyle is that he doesn't he's great. And he just doesn't see that he's great. And that pisses me off because he is great. It's like, just, just please just fucking take it. You know, take a compliment. You're great. You're amazing. You do great things. Believe in yourself. That's the thing that pisses me off. He's believe in himself. He needs to Kyle he's capable of great things. You know, believe in yourself. Yeah, that's Kyle. I met Kyle. Believe in yourself, Kyle. Yeah. There you go. You got to brother. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good pep talk to give him to make him believe in himself. Dude, I try. I try. But like sometimes like ah the show was ah I sucked. I was just like you don't and it's always funny because like there's some shows where I walk off like like last week's show was rough for me because uh we had technical difficulties midway through. I got my Puerto Rican ass mom in the in the hallway yelling and I was just like, Oh god, I hate this COVID nineteen just end already. <laughs> uh and I walked off and I was just like, Oh sorry, you know, I had a guess. I'm like, I'm sorry, I wasn't feeling it, whatever. But like Kyle's like, Yeah, I did bad too. I'm like, No, Kyle, you did great. <laughs> knock it off you're, you're fine kid you're fine you know because i think what um well kyle brings unlike uh, a lot of other uh podcasters do is he brings the passion he loves that thing but he doesn't hate other things and that's another thing about the play uh the trophy room is that uh kyle loves playstation he's not gonna shit on xbox he'll be honest with you and say i've never played a halo game but like that's just his thing, but he doesn't think Halo's stupid. He's just like, I've never played it, whatever. Uh, and I bring the the fake fanboy is in me, and we have fun that way. You know, the one thing is that I know a lot of people who listen on multiple consoles. They're just people that are trying to escape the fact that Donald Trump's our president. I get it. I'm there. So like, it's all about bringing people together and uh, not shitting on people. Uh, whether you like something is. Whether whether you like this little piece of plastic I'm holding or not, shouldn't dictate what I what you think of me as a person. If you do, you're very sad. You know, yeah. uh, that that's what I feel. A lot of fanboys are. It's just a lot of sad people. They hang on to this thing because it's it's their identity. It's weird. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me yeah. ask you this. I, I found yeah, it too. What keeps you motivated to do podcasts and YouTube each day? How do you Get yourself amped up for episode of the podcast and YouTube, whatever you're doing. Funny thing, right now, <laughs> I literally got a, I literally got a text from him. Um, right now, what keeps me motivated is I like doing it. Like simple as that. Like it's I like the trophy room a lot. I feel like whenever someone starts something, they get very disheartened by the outcome. Because like what we were talking about earlier. Like a lot of people are in their own world and they think the world revolves around them. Yes. And when they make a YouTube channel or a podcast, they quickly find out they don't and they want to keep the illusion alive. So they just give up on it because it was stupid in the first place. Um, for me, I do this show because I, I like it, but I also want to test uh, test my strength as a, as a communicator, as a PR manager. That's what I strive to be. Uh, that's what I graduated for communicate uh, bachelor's in communications. So for me, it's, it's a way to challenge myself creatively. It's something that I really like doing and it looks really good on a portfolio. And uh, that's what a lot of people don't realize. It's like, man, this silly hobby that we do a first, first and foremost, I look forward to making this show each and every week rain or shine. 
there's very few instances where I'm just like, I don't feel like being here. I'd rather be somewhere else. Usually the trophy room's the pep in my step to get me through my goddamn week. So unlike, you know, bad big games of which I have immense pride in, well, sometimes I don't feel like doing those, or a lot of times I don't feel like doing those videos because a lot of YouTube is just bullshit. Like I'm on a pedestal and I'm talking down to you, or podium and I'm talking down to you. Um, for me, Trophy Room is in podcasts are about conversations. That's what I'm, what I'm always about. We talk about growth. Remember, most of my friends are super conservative. I'm super liberal, but we find common ground. We're still telling evil and dark fucking twisted humor. We're all finding that middle ground right so like for me that's what the trophy room is it's the thing that keeps you going at the same exact time uh, when i put that shit on a resume we're just they're talking then they're going oh you like this thing oh you've grown it like they're like that's oh tens of thousands of people listen to you that's nuts like okay cool like uh or have listened to you that's nuts awesome uh, and then like they want to see how your brain works because of that and all the jobs that i've been able to get uh and they're not many but they're, they're, the bulk of the conversation is, so what do you do with the trophy room? How do you see it growing? How do you grow it? You know, why do you do it? And they see that knowledge, that passion, that love for that thing. And they're like, we want that, this person on our team. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a, like the trifecta, the trifoises. I love doing it. Um, we need to bring positive, or not positive, sorry, thoughtful conversations into video games. Um, and also, guys, gang, looks great on resumes. <laughs> so one of them selfish, two other ones I hope aren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got a final question for you, but depending on how you answer, it's going to be the long one or the short one. Oh, shit. Okay. Kay. Give me your dream guest list for the show. Fuck me. This is a good one. Okay. So um, <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Uh, and I want to know yours as well. Okay. First, first and foremost, um, I had someone that I very much respect on the show just a few weeks ago. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a guy by the name of Benji Sales. Uh, super nervous because he's an analyst. When I look at video games, it's not through a fanboy perspective, but like through an analyst perspective. It's through the business lens. The lens. That's, that's what really gets my rocks off. And uh, Benji is a guy that he's an analyst. This is what he does. And he does the, he does analytics for, for video games as just a side hustle. And so he was a person that I was so scared because for literally a year and a half since this guy popped up, I've been just, I've been watching him from afar <laughs> and just like admiring him because he's so knowledgeable. Um, so like, that's one person I would like to have on the show. Uh, again, he's fantastic. But yeah, like after after I had him on the show, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking, this feels good. This feels right. Like I think I can do this." Um, the the other person I, I think every other podcaster wants on their show very bad would be a Greg Miller. Uh, I owe a lot to that man, and I try the the one thing that I know we've talked about kind of funny a lot on the show, but um, I try my best to divorce my content from his because. Um, they're doing their thing and I'm doing my thing and I don't f want to be taken as a tumor onto another creator. I want my content to speak for itself, to grow our, our organically uh, like that. But I would love to have him on the show uh, because he is someone that you could throw any question his way and he's coming back with something uh, thoughtful at, at you uh, while at the same time being a, a great entertainer as well. Um, 
another person that I would love to have on the show one day. Um, and I am fucking so nervous if I'd ever have them on the show because I feel like they can always call my bullshit. But uh, Andrea Renee, love Andrea. She is, um, I, I remember the first time seeing her was on The Escapist and then she magically fucking disappeared somewhere. And then she uh, appeared with What's Good Games, been following them ever since. Uh, she's awesome. She's super knowledgeable. She'll call anybody out on, her, on your bullshit. I've met her twice uh, at PAX East, uh, last year and this year. Last year, I was so nervous. I was like, hi, Andrea, can I get a fucking, uh, fucking photo? <laughs> She's like, yeah, whatever, you fucking dork. <laughs> and, um, and she was burst, busting my balls the entire time. And the, the, the girl, Maria, there, that's one of her uh, community managers, she's just like, I go, oh, man, I think I fucking blew it with Andrea. I think she fucking hates me. And she's like, did she burst your balls? I'm like, yeah. She teased you a bit? I'm like, yeah. She's like, then she fucking likes you. I'm like, okay, well, it's nervous. <laughs> I don't think you should do that to people, man. <laughs> but, yeah, she's she's great. And, again, like, she understands she's a personality, and but also understand she's a human. So, like, I, I approached her uh, this year, uh, gave her a, a great question about uh, – don't like to my own horn, but I thought it was pretty good about imposter syndrome gave me uh, something really constructive back um, and kind of fed me and motivated me to keep going. Cause that's the number one thing I kind of deal with is, is that imposter syndrome. Uh, the other person I would love to have on the show, which fucking uh, while we're here, Donnie Reese, congratulations to you for getting this goddamn white whale of a human being. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey of IGN. Oh Yeah. PS, we PSVG's been getting a lot of the white whales as of late. Like, um, holy shit, you got Colin last last month. Yeah. This month you got Ryan, and then I think you got someone else from IGN as well. Um, who was it? Nuts. And well, I, I by the time this comes, I can let the cat out the bag. Um, if, are you a wrestling fan? I know of wrestling. Yes. You, so you ever listen to some of the podcasts, the wrestling podcasts? Yeah. You know who Matt Coon uh-huh. is? No, no, no. Who's Matt Coon? Can you know who Conrad Thompson is? I've heard he, of Conrad he, Thompson. He does all... <laughs> I tell you, I'm surface level, yeah. He yeah. does all the... Conrad does all the interviews with, like, um... Like, have the podcast with Jim Ross, and, um... He has one... Oh, okay. Oh, you guys are gonna have him on the we show? We have the guy who does all the theme music for all those. Oh! I like that. I'm digging that. That's awesome. Um... Shit. I need a goddamn tune. Uh, oh, kidding. Adam Leonard did the the theme music of the trophy room, and God bless his heart because I was just like, make a song a jingle. <laughs> I don't know one with beats a metronome question mark you know. Um, but yeah, so for me, Andrea and 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 Greg are the greatest of white whales. I don't think it's ever possible getting them on a, on a show. Uh, it's possible, but Ryan McCaffrey. Um, because the trophy room is all about bringing in people. A lot of my guests are not PlayStation people. I don't want people to fucking agree with me. I want like a dialogue. Like, why do you think this way? And this, that, and you know, so Ryan, cause he's, he would be the smartest person in the room. I think he's always the smartest person in the goddamn room. Um, then I would love to have Michael Huber on the show. He's from easy allies. He brings the hype. I just love him because he brings, uh, Huber, if you're ever listening to this, this is not a this. He brings a childlike energy around video games, like that excitement for video games when he had when he got like fucking 
Shadow of the Empire on, you know, N64 as a kid, and you know that's the only game you're going to get for fucking two and a half years. So you treasure it and you love it forever. That's what he has for like every game. Love it. Um, who else is a person I would love to have on the show? A white whale, perhaps. Um, that's. Let me think. I'm trying to fill up air as I think of people to have on the show. Ba-da, ba-da, I like to have Sean Capri on the show. He's never on my show. So <laughs> I love Sean. Me and Sean have this thing uh, back because we started our 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 um, podcast at similar times. So um, we have this brilliant supportive group where like, if I have, think I have a shitty week, he'll come to me. He'll support me. He's like, Joe, it was good. What are you, are you doing? He'll come to me going, oh, I had a bad fucking week. I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to, for me, I would love to have people that are bringing something different to video games and a perspective that I can get behind that. You know, there, there are people that I would love to have on my show, but like, are just personalities that wouldn't gel with my show, so I can't have them on. Now, a lot of a lot of YouTube entertainers are fucking great, but I can't. Some of them I just can't have on the show because they just don't make for good podcasts. You don't bounce off well with each other, and so it's it's difficult to say. But, uh, one person though in particular, I know this for sure, uh, Shuhei Yoshida. I would love to have an interview with that man. That'd be cool. I'd love to talk to him. Corey Barlog. That's another thing. Not just to have on the show, but interview. I want to know how these people's brains work. Uh, Corey is, uh, I, I want to know how he was able to record me and my dad in a room because again, that's what God of <laughs> fucking felt like. Um, Phil Spencer as well. Phil Spencer, a genius human being. I want to know how his brain works uh, again. Like that, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking about a guess. I'm like, I want to bring someone on and I want to ask them a question that I wouldn't normally be able to. And I think Phil Spencer is a person that, uh, I have a lot of tremendous respect for, and I'm a PlayStation gamer because he's, he is literally trying to change the way we game and is doing a pretty damn good job at it. So I would like to have him on. And like, that's the thing. Again, it's always about conflicting thoughts. It's about different voices rather than just like, what's the one that I would really like to hear on my show. I would love to have a lot of Pierce on the show. That's another person. She's fan fucking fantastic. She, her thought, even when when I don't agree with what she says about something, I can at least understand it. And she paints that picture so well. Um, also, uh, a YouTuber actually by the name of uh, of Skilled Up. He does reviews. Awesome. He's tremendous as well. He's he's fantastic. I'm saying tremendous a lot because I've been listening to Donald Trump on TV, and I apologize. <laughs> Uh, it's very tremendous the time we're having. Let me tell you, folks. It's uh, have you seen my ratings? They're fucking they're great. Hey, if you like it, we vote for him. Let's go for it, man. Whatever, you live the dream. I'm trying to think of one more person I would love to have on the show. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, and I'm just scrolling through Twitter as I'm trying to think. But who are, who's someone that is like your the greatest white whale in terms that of you would want? Podcasting in general, if you could sit down right now with anybody, shoot an interview, who who's that person? Barack Obama, top of the list. Yeah, yeah I'm same here. I'm like, that's when you're like, people you like to interview, I'm like, Barack. <laughs> um, 
Because you know what I want to do? Because people say that I have a good Brock impression. Let me try to get it out. Let me try to ride this dragon right here. And I would like to see how, if if anybody could tell us apart. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's be clear. Uh, Michelle, uh, Sasha, and Malia. Uh, those are my family. That's my daughters. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, thank you. Uh, I miss him, uh, 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 and I miss his stutter because uh, you knew he was thinking about every word. Uh, yeah, I'm like Barry. I'm like, what games are you playing, Barry? And he's just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sega's still around. <laughs> I'm like, no, Barack. But who else? Who else? Again, Barack's easy. Um, Everybody loves Barack. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the easy one to put. I'll probably also want to have Kevin Smith, of course. I love Kevin Smith. Big fan of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, Kevin Feige. Shit, dude. Yeah, I'd be like, all right. So tell me what's next. <laughs> tell me how how are we getting Spider Man back in the MCE? But like for real, I would just ask, <laughs> you know? I would just ask him how did he put it all together? Because it it seemed like putting that MCU together seemed like such an impossible task where you have to like put every piece together. And it had to fit perfectly, and if you mess up one piece, it screws up the whole thing. Exactly, and like it's not like you know, it's not perfect, but like how each movie feels organically in its own thing, but then also bringing in this entire universe, but again, feeling so natural. Yes, crazy. Um, yeah, I would Kevin Feige. That's an easy pick. I just saw Xbox has a custom Sonic the Movie Xbox One. That's cool. That's you know what? God bless you. Um. But yeah, that's about it. that's about it. There's there's no other people. Um, you know, the one question I do get asked a lot um, is like, would you have Colin on your show? Because everybody knows, like, if you're a PlayStation guy, you know that that these podcasts have existed. And I always go back and forth on it, man, because he is a very uh, controversial um, uh, voice in gaming. But like, there are parts of me where I'm just like, yeah, I think we could have that talk, and I think. I think it, it, it needs to exist. I could take a couple of liberals yelling at me. That'd be actually a change uh, <laughs> from the usual. But then at the same time, then sometimes he's, he's, he speaks. And I'm like, no, I don't want to actually talk to you. <laughs> but like that. So like, I go like that. That's what, that, that's what actually, if, if fans of the show are listening, that's the one where I'm like, eh, sometimes whatever. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm, I'm like, eh. I would add on my list. But he's already been on the PlayStation experience already. So it'll be weird. I wasn't on the episode, but it'd be weird. I'm like, yeah, I come back on because I'm over there. Well, fuck it. would be like, hey, man, listen, they had you on the show and I wasn't even there. We're doing it again. This is round two. You know what I mean? I'd probably have him on this podcast. I think it'd be more fascinating him being on this it, podcast and just having a ca- candid conversation about conservatism and things like that. And yeah. probably holding his feet to the fire with certain things he says. I, yeah. I I like the fact the one of the things I do like about him, like, even though he gets flack for it, the fact that he seems like a person who is willing to admit when he's wrong. Oh, I see. I think the exact opposite. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I think he's stubborn, but when he knows he's wrong, he's like, ah, right, yeah, I probably was a little bit off there because I've heard him say on podcast, yeah, you're probably right about that. But I, I understand his he he thinks highly of his knowledge. He's very knowledgeable, and he thinks highly of his knowledge. So it's, it's, it's going to be hard to, like, 
turn his ways on certain things, but when he knows he's wrong, he'll say, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, for me, yeah, it, it is like, again, it is like the thing that I, like, I kind of, I, I kind of bounce around in my head of just like, do I really want to? <laughs> is, 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 it's, it's as, as, as the Hispanic, I'm just like, you said some shit, man. Yeah. You've said some shit that's really grinded my gears. <laughs> but like at the same exact time, does he, and, 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 as as a person that I go back circle back to the beginning of the show, I, uh, you know, the one thing that I I'll say that about this is like when it comes to like dissenting opinions or thoughts, um, you are the only person that can control what you what you get or or, or, or control the media that that you you absorb the knowledge that you, you observe, I guess, um, and uh, or choose to listen to. And so, like, when I see a lot of people, like, going back and forth on Twitter where they're arguing against each other, you know, like, um, a couple days ago, here's actually a great example. A couple days ago, Neil Druckmann, uh, Colin put out a game, right? And um, Neil Druckmann tweeted it out, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'm playing this while I'm making The Last of Us. And a lot of people are like, why are you talking to this man? You know, he's a piece of shit, and he's an asshole. <laughs> and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm just like, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? I don't. I don't. I, I look at that and I go, Neil, that's not a good look for you. Whatever, I'm out. It, well, <laughs> you know, like, I, but I can't wait to play your game. I think. Man. And just like, walk away from it. And to clarify for people, which I don't think people don't know, that they're, him, yeah. him and Neil are actually friends. Yeah. So a lot of them are buddy buddies. And so, like, why why the venom? And it goes to the other side as well. Like, when I see conservative voices going, like, oh, you know, people. Again, like, oh, these uh, SJWs are ruining you know, video games. It's like, well, no, I'm t- no, actually, I see a lot more Hispanic characters that I can relate to. And I think Aloy is fucking dope. Yeah, that's awesome that a, yeah. a little girl has a role model. So um, I guess you're the snowflake, my dude, because it doesn't bother me one bit that, you know, Joe Valentine's tits aren't out 24-7. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is totally fine if, if I'm pussificating America to you, man, man. I- so, like, to me, I'm just like, just don't engage, you know? I will say this, and I've said this before on my podcast. A dream guest I would like to have on that people... Yeah. I've said this before, people kind of had a little flack for it, but I would love to have on Donald Trump five, ten yeah, years man. from now when he's out of office. Or still alive, because let's yeah. be honest, he's yeah. 70-something and he's large and in charge. Yeah. I would like to have yeah. him when he's out of office just to see how he feels about what he's done. And the things he said. It'll be very fascinating yeah. to have that conversation with him after it's all said and done, and, you know. No charges can be filed or anything like that. <laughs> I yeah, just even at the end of the day, like I'm looking at the dumb idiot now. And I'm just like, yeah. Like I don't there, it's always that there's a there's a, I think uh the one movie on like uh Watergate. I think uh, Bob Woodward uh, is like he's he's being talked to and he's just like I'm not gonna shake fucking the president's hand. He's a goddamn criminal. And then, as he says it in the movie, uh, Ronald Reagan, Jesus Nixon walks up to him, gives him a handshake, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hello, Mr. President." So, like, yeah, everybody that says that is like, "Yeah, you would. You'd shake his fucking hand. You call him Mr. President. You would." It's it's it is what because it's at the end of the day, it's the office of like the most powerful person in the world that like if he does not like you. He will kill you. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he has that power. Like, um, I remember, like, it was in the news of like 
Obama, one of Obama's uh, kids was, was in prom and she had like her boyfriend there. And I'm just like, I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he fucks up once and he is done. He, and it's made to look like an accident. You know what I mean? Like that guy's fucking toast. Um, yeah, but I'd like to talk to him. <laughs> I think I could talk to Trump. Be like, it'd be fascinating. Why? It'd be, it'd be fascinating conversation, especially if you're going to be honest about things. I mean, that's the thing, if you could get him to be honest, you know? I think it'd be a really fascinating conversation. Plus, I, I, like, I, I'm always interested in the stories behind politics in terms of, like, yeah. not only his presidency, but, like, the little size or, like, the whole Kathy Griffin thing and how uh, that almost, yeah. like, wrecked her career yeah. and her life. Yeah. They were, like, like people think about bringing charges up on her about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, fun, fun fact, one of my friends used to work for Jared Kushner, uh, Ivanka's husband, and he's, she's just like, or they were like, he, she, they, I don't know. <laughs> my friend, though, they were like, um, uh, Jared was really nice until he married Ivanka, <laughs> and then he was turned into a douchebag. I'm like, what are the odds? You know, what are the odds? But again, like, at the end of the day, uh, when, it, when it comes to, like, talking to controversial figures... It is a, it is like a thing that like weighs heavily on me because it's just like, well, do I want to give this person who I know has offended uh, someone a echo chamber uh, or a bigger voice? And at the same exact time, well, I do at the same exact time want to uncover why they they think that way too. It is it is it, it's interesting at the end of the day. But yeah, I, I mean. Again, at the end of the day, I think Greg Miller, Andrea Renee, Ryan McCaffrey, anybody from the Easy Allies, like they would be fantastic. But at the end of the day, I know I ain't never gonna get them. <laughs> you never know, man. <laughs> so I just do my thing. I just do my thing, you know. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all my guests. That's been great, man. This has been a excellent and fun episode, man. Let them know where to Thank find you, your man. stuff at. So, gang, uh, you could go find me at Mr. Badbit, uh, or sorry, at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find the show, uh, the Trophy Room, at PS Trophy Room on Twitter as well. Find my YouTube channel, Badbit Games, on YouTube. And you can find the Trophy Room there as well, as well as on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, on whatever RS feed you get. And please, 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 if you could rate the Trophy Room five stars because it really does help us grow. We are five reviews away. Only five Five-star reviews away from 69 reviews on iTunes, which means we become pretty cool. Help him get to that 69. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Sex, dude. Sex. It's Definitely. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And as always, Delva Cox Spirits, we are out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Delva Cox Experience. If you want more content, Go to patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There we have a bunch of exclusive episodes, including the video version of the Roast of Delvin Cox. You can't get the video version anywhere else but on Patreon, so make sure you check it out. Also, shout out to Patreon producer Ghost Rider UK. Now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right.
Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April, and we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See TaxAct.com for details.